What's up? What's going on? Welcome back to the True Feminine Podcast. My name is Rachel, and I'm really excited that you are here, that you're listening, and that somehow our paths have aligned and crossed. Yay! Um, welcome. Today, we have a fun topic, and um, I'm going to be talking about the egg and the sperm, and how this plays a huge part in helping you understand um, your feminine energetic state of being and the masculine and the very design of it. So I'm pumped up about that. So get ready, get comfy, Uh, full transparency. I'm literally sitting on my couch right now (laughs) recording this. I'm wrapped in a warm blanket because my house is freezing. Let's be real. Um, So That's what I'm doing. I hope you guys are comfortable. Um, Before we dive in today, as always, I just want to remind those who are listening and who may be interested in getting coaching with me or from me, I have a program and I have done some rebranding. I've extended it. We've added different healing modalities to it. Um, It's just getting better and better, honestly, and um, I've rebranded it, and the name is called the True Feminine Academy, so I'm definitely calling it an academy because it it consists of teaching and coaching um, and close-up mentoring. It kind of encompasses all the things, so um, if you are interested in jumping into this next round, it starts February 9th. find a way to message me. You can email me or DM me on Instagram. That's probably a good place. And um, I would love to send you the link and give you just some information on all the details of that. It's going to be amazing and life-changing. So find me if you're interested and I will send you the link. Okay. So let's jump in. The sperm and the egg. What the heck? Okay. First of all, I just want to give a brief rundown on masculine versus feminine energy, just so that we're all on the same page here. So when it comes to staying in your feminine, your feminine energy is um, the feeling side of you. It is the being side of you. It is the leaned back, more relaxed, not in a rush, energetic state of being. The masculine, I want you to think of as the opposite. And the masculine energy spectrum or whatever state of being, <laughs> um, on, the, on the masculine side, that is the doing. That is the doing side. It is the giving. It is the action-oriented. It is the make something happen. It is the get a solution, find the solutions, find the problems, fix the problems, um, strategizing. It's the one that is more on that chasing-like energetic uh, you know, side of things. So oftentimes when I talk to women, you girls, when you hear the two or the differences of the two, most of us probably would identify ourselves more in that masculine zone. And that's just because we live in a very masculine driven society and we are, um, you know, trying to keep up with everything. And so, you know, when we go to work, we're in our masculine energy. When you are raising children, you're in your masculine energetic state. Um, because you are, um, you are trying to make things happen, right? You're strategizing, you're problem solving, you're fixing things all day. You're in your head all day long. So oftentimes it is very hard for us, you, me, everybody to, um, shift it back into that, 
leaned back, relaxed, being, just simply being, state of being. Um, big part of the feminine is the receptive side, that you are the receiving energy, right? Or it's it's a receiving type of energy, okay? So meaning, you know, someone who is receiving is typically drawing something into them, right? When you receive a gift, you are, somebody is coming towards you to give you something, right? They're handing you a gift and you are reaching, you're, you're sitting there and it's almost as though that person is moving in towards your body to give you something and you take the thing and you bring it back to yourself, okay? So that is who the feminine is. That is a big part of staying in your feminine zone, staying in your relaxed energy. Now, why is this so important? This is so important because men are going to be much more drawn to your calm, uh, slower moving feminine essence than they are your competitive nature that wants to, you know, keep up with them and compete with them. Here's, and let me, let me say this. Oftentimes we think that we're turning a guy on when we're trying to compete with them and we're like, oh yeah, watch me do this. Oh, I can do this better, blah, blah, blah. And there is a flirting element to that. But that is not what draws a man into wanting to tasting um, the sweetness of your presence, okay? When you're competing with them, it could be a short little flirt thing, okay? But, and it may cause him to spark a little bit of attraction towards you, but it is not enticing him to become fully immersed to desire to want it's not enticing him to the desire to be in your you know just entrenched in your feminine presence okay when you become more of a sanctuary to a man when your presence becomes like a sanctuary to a man a place of peace a place of happiness a place of ease okay he becomes addicted to your presence, okay? He wants more of that presence, okay? Why does he want more of that presence? Well, he wants more of that presence because he's been in a competitive environment all day long. He has been competing. He has been um, obeying. He has been taking orders all day long, right? Um, He's been bossed around all day, managed, micromanaged, mothered, all the things, all day long. So all he's actually looking for is a sense of release in life once he's done with that. So if he comes in your presence and you begin to do the same thing that happens to him when he's at work and all up in his masculine world that he lives in, you don't stand out to him, right? You don't stand out to him. So You stand out to him when you are a point of ease in his life. When he knows that he can come and he can walk in your world and it's like just just this ease. It's a sense of release. Why do you think men are, you know, so addicted to sex or porn or whatever it is, right? Because they are looking for release, right? They're looking to take all their built-up, pent-up tension from the day of work, and they're looking to um, find a release, right? So um, 
And by the way, not all men are addicted to those things. So let's not um, go into all men are or blanket blanket statementing that all men are watching porn or all men are addicted to sex. No. Um, but they do enjoy those things because that brings a big sense of release to their bodies and themselves. And, you know, a big part of this is that men and just humans in general are not trained really well and how to find other points of release and ease that are healthy. And if you join my True Feminine Academy, I have, uh, I'm doing a lot of body work in this next, um, round. And it's a lot of healing body work and learning um, the art of really managing your triggers, managing your emotions, and um, learning how to self-regulate and regulate your nervous system and get out of that dysregulated nervous system. So when, and let let me just say this, let me hook this in for you. When you can become a masterful regulator of your nervous system, when you become somebody who knows just how to gently regulate your own nervous system, which I'm going to be teaching in my next round of True Feminine Academy, um, it's my new add-on here. When you become that, a man, once again, feels that ease and peace that you are creating within yourself, okay? And he is magnetically drawn to you. And he wants that in his life. When you feel release in your world, he's feeling release around you. And then he craves to be around you more and more and more. So I know a bunch of you are like, oh my God, how do I do this? How do I do this? Well, here's the, here's the real deal. I'm just going to shoot you girls straight. I, you know, no one's going to be able to fully teach you the embodiment practice of these things just over a podcast, right? Or, um, YouTube or whatever it is that you're watching or you're gleaning from the internet. I mean, you guys can learn definitely. Um, I love free content. It's amazing. I give tons of free content and I, um, I myself, I, I love, you know, reading free stuff, free content as well. And it's all very helpful, but the big switches really happen when you have a mentor or somebody supporting and guiding you and leading you in these practices and, and, and then holding you accountable as well, because it's very easy for us to listen and say, oh, that's a great idea. And then we do not implement it into our life. We don't actually impl- implement those practices. When you have a coach or somebody holding you accountable um, and you're actually paying for <laughs> paying for them, you, you show up different. You just do. And that was definitely the case for me. Um, it was when I really did that that I started actually showing up very differently and actually ready to put in that work, do the hard things, do the little mundane things that, you know, coaches and programs and things were asking me to do that I were, I was taking at the time and still do. Okay. So, um, let's go back to this. Let's go back to the concept. All right. Um, so your man is always craving to find release, right? He's looking for release. He's looking to be in the presence of someone that brings ease. So, um, this is why staying in your feminine energetic zone is always going to be the winning play move. It's always going to be the play that freaking wins the whole game. And I use a game analogy, okay? So please hear me out. I do not promote playing mind games with men. No, no, no. I am very against manipulation and all that. That will never work. It will. That's actually how you lose. If this were a game, you would lose that way. So manipulation always loses, okay? 
It's authenticity that wins. It is embodiment that wins. And the reason embodiment practice is so important um, is because this, as you do the little things every day, when the man does come along, you're, you're in your natural state of being already. There, there's no manipulation. You just know how to self-regulate. You know how to ease and ebb and flow into, into this moment. And I want to add that there's, you know, again, there's a lot to this. So there's many other parts to really finding a lot of inner breakthrough and then actually going out and practicing. So that's why I love doing my program because I can really incorporate all of that in there. Okay, so let's talk about the egg and the sperm. So now that I've kind of given you girls a, you know, just a couple things laid out for you, um, just just some brief synopsis on uh, masculine and feminine energy. And again, those were brief, but you guys get get my gist, okay? Um, let's talk about the sperm and the egg. Let's talk about God's glorious, wonderful creation, which is you and me and all the people in the world, okay? Um, I find it absolutely fascinating if you girls go and Google search, uh, you know, how a baby's made. And no, I'm not talking about watching two people have sex. Obviously, that's how they're made. It's not what I'm saying. Um, so hang with me. <laughs> But if you just go, uh, you know, I, I would actually tell you girls to do this. Go on YouTube and, you know, Google search um, the journey of a sperm to meet the egg, okay? And you will see up close the journey it takes. And, you know, maybe you guys have seen it in your health class when you were like in seventh grade, and it's been a while. So I think this would be really great for you girls to really comprehend this, Okay. But I just want to point to, point out to you that uh, what does I want to ask you a question? What does the egg do, and what does the sperm do? Well, if we were in a class right now, I'd say the egg sits there, doesn't doesn't the egg sit there? Huh? The egg doesn't really do a whole lot. The egg takes her sweet time, kind of just floating and falling down, or you know, just kind of just like just rolling, cruising at a very slow pace down her tube thing, you know, and she's just kind of gone with the wind, going, going with the flow, right? And what does the sperm do? The sperm releases and all of a sudden millions of tiny sperm are swimming at a rapid pace. They are all competing. Every single sperm is competitively just I mean, like rockets shooting inside of you. I know this sounds funny, but anyway, um, like rockets just going and swimming as fast as they can. And every single one of those sperm are trying to get to the sacred egg, which is the feminine part. So the masculine part releases, comes out of the masculine man, and shoots inside of and moves inside of the feminine woman and all that sperm has in mind is a one-track mind i need to get to that egg i need to find that egg i will hunt that egg down i will chase it down i'm going to beat all these other sperm to get there and whichever sperm gets to the egg first implants in the egg and then the other ones lose they lose they fall off so I just want to point out, it's fascinating to me 
that the male, the masculine uh, design, the very makeup of the masculine, the fact that the way the sperm acts and comes out is masculine energy. It's competitive. It's like, I got to win. I got to get there. I got to chase. I got to get the girl. I got to get the thing. You know, I got to get to the solution. I got to fix. I got to. It's just this um, fast forward moving energy. Okay. And the feminine egg just waits, doesn't she? She takes her time. She flows. She's not really chasing after anyone or anything. Why? Because everything's chasing after her. So again, I'm not going to go into deep depth here on this podcast episode, but I really just wanted to paint that picture for you. And I want to ask you girls a really, really potent question, which is this. Are you acting as the sperm in your dating life and in your love life when it comes to love? Or are you operating more like the egg? Who is slow moving, taking her time. And by the way, when I say slow moving and taking her time, I don't mean avoiding, okay? Because there's definitely a difference. I don't mean like, oh, I'm not ready. I'm not ready to get online. I'm not ready to do these things. I'm not ready. And that's that can be a very, very big form of avoidance and um, self-sabotage and limiting beliefs creeping in, okay? So I, I, that's not at all what I'm saying here. I'm saying that you are somebody who's actively presenting yourself to the world. You know, you're utilizing the tools that we've been given in this modern world, uh, such as maybe getting online, dating, and um, you are actively, you know, presenting yourself. But your energy, when it comes to your interactions with men on the apps, is not one that is, ooh, 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 I need to get, I need to know these things. I need to, oh, I need to, we need to speed this process up. No, no, no. You don't need to speed the process up. You need to allow space for him to desire to speed the process up. And you do this through a lot of ways. But, you know, one is you stay responsive. You respond to what he's saying. You express what you need. So meaning, uh, or sorry, you express what you want, okay? So for example, somebody says, a guy says to you, hey, what are you looking for on this on these dating apps? And you say, oh, hey, it's so nice to hear from you. Um, I'm actually looking to uh, date with intention and with aim, and I'm really looking to align and match up with men who are in the phase of their life where they are desiring marriage, and uh, what are you looking for? Oh, I'm looking for this, this and that. Oh, I'd love, we should go out on a date sometime. Yeah, I would love that. I, I'm free this Friday or Saturday after 5 p.m. So do you see you're, you're, giving, you're giving them clear notions of when you're available? Yeah, I would love that. I'm available at this time, right? But you are not the one who is necessarily moving the needle forward. You're allowing space for him to move the needle forward, okay? You need to be more of, or at least, you know, try to fall more into that sanctuary state of being, the egg state of being. Seriously, your homework is to go watch a YouTube video 
of um, the journey of the sperm and the egg and just watch it and see what happens. It's, it's really remarkable. And I want you to be like, man, am I operating like the quick, fast sperm, you know, that needs to get this, you know, no, 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 no. I also want to, I also want to mention this. Studies show, and I might be butchering the exact number, so maybe on a different podcast episode, I will just go double check my research on this, Um, but studies show that it takes a person eight weeks, eight weeks, please hear me out, I'm going to say that one more time, eight weeks uh, in order for them to make a big, important decision. Would you all agree that a man desiring commitment with you and vice versa is a pretty big decision? Yeah, yeah, it is. So um, you girls who want decisions right away or you want to know for sure if this guy wants to be with you or, or, you know, he stated that he liked you or he started showing interest. It doesn't mean he's made the big decision yet. There have been studies, study, study, study shown that it takes a human eight weeks, at least eight weeks to know for sure to make a big decision. So if you're pre-assuming that this guy wants to be with you and you're planning your wedding in your head and your head before eight weeks has even passed or you're having sex with a guy before eight weeks has passed or whatever, things like that, um, you're, you're selling yourself short because you don't have, you don't know what this man really wants. He hasn't had time to think through what his big decision is with you. Okay. So sometimes it takes longer. That's a give or take. It could take a little shorter, could take longer, but just because you guys are feeling each other and having connection, it does not mean, it does not mean that he has made a groundbreaking, realistic, well thought out decision if he really wants to keep moving the relationship forward with you. He may drop hints that he's heading in that direction, but heading in that direction is extremely different, extremely different from actually saying, I have made up my mind. I have decided I want to be with you. I want to, I want to pursue you. I don't care. I really don't care if a guy says um, that he, you know, got off the apps. That still means absolutely nothing. Say it with me again. He got off the apps. Yay. How flattering. But it means nothing. It does not mean anything yet. Okay. I cannot express this enough to you girls. All right. So, um, I mean, it, it means that he likes you, but it does not mean that he has made any real decisions with you know, about his future with you. Okay. All right. So that requires a whole different conversation and maybe I'll do another podcast episode on that. Here's the deal, girls. I love you. I'm going to close it up. I want to remind you, if you guys are loving this podcast, please, it really is helpful. And I really love to hear from you. Um, if you are liking it, you guys can leave a review on the podcast. That's super helpful if you're enjoying this. And then also, um, if you want to, uh, post, that you are listening to my podcast in your Instagram stories. And if you would like to tag me at the true feminine on Instagram, I love to connect with you in that way or reshare your stuff and things like that. So, um, it's just a fun way. One of those ways for me to just see that you're watching my stuff and, you know, see who you are and say hi to you. So, um, yeah. And then also remember, 
If you want to dive deeper and expand and expound in these things and get coaching from me, uh, your opportunity is here. And it starts in a week. I think it's a week and a half or two weeks. Um, February 9th, we are starting. It is a paid program. There are payment plans, payment options. But if you want to learn all of these things that um, we really talk about more in depth, um, you should join the True Feminine Academy. Um, But here's the deal. I'm not holding back anymore in my academy, okay? So I've been pretty nice. I've been pretty nice. But I'm not really going to be as, I mean, I'm still going to be nice. But um, it's for the girl who's actually ready, who's like, okay, I'm ready to, you know, face my fears. I'm ready to do the things I don't want to do. I'm ready to actually take massive action and responsibility over my dating life. And, you know, if Rachel tells me I need to get online dating and she makes over my profile for me, I'm doing it. Even if I don't want to. Okay. Cause a lot of girls will get in and, you know, it's like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. And, oh, I don't know. Or I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. And I'm like, well, if you're not ready, you're, you'll never be ready. Hear me out. No one's ever going to be fully ready. Ready is a lie. I mean, straight up. It's just a lie. Oh, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. Um, well, if you keep saying that, you could, you could say I'm not ready until you're, you know, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, you know? I mean, at what point are you going to be ready? You're ready when you decide that you're no longer sitting on the sideline and you're going to get in the game. Same thing with joining coaching programs or hiring a coach or whatever. You know, it's like, oh, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. Or I'm nervous. I'm nervous. Or I don't think this, you know, we make up excuses. I've been there. I'm saying this with love because girls, like I was the queen of that. I was the queen of that. And I'm constantly trying to up-level my own life and my business. And I pay for coaches and mentors over myself, um, you know, a lot of, you know, business mentors and different things like that. So, you know, a life, life coach, like mentors I hire. Okay. So, um, I'm constantly investing in myself still to this day. And so, you know, I'm constantly trying to become a better coach for you girls, um, learning new things, learning new modalities and just getting certified in different things. So, what, where are you making excuses in your life? I know I'm, I, I do it all the time. We're prone to making excuses because we want to stay in our comfort zone. But how many of you know, inside of your comfort zone is not where you are going to get to the place that you want to be in life. It's not, it's where you stay stuck. Your comfort zone is where you stay stuck. So if you want to be pushed outside of your comfort zone and you're actually ready for that, um, I highly recommend joining my program. So DM me, find me if you want the link to that. And um, I only give it to girls who are actually truly interested enough to ask for it, <laughs> to ask for the link. So if you're actually serious enough to ask for the link, um, then you're probably one step ahead on you know getting to your, your end result goals in life. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm done. I love you guys. Uh, I hope this was helpful. I really, really do. Um, Let me know if it was. And um, I'm sending you all the love through all the sound waves. Love, love, love. Hugs, hugs, hugs. I love you girls. Have an amazing day. God bless.